This portion of the Mutual Audio Network is brought to you by Hannah's Banana Cabana. You get everything banana. Banana pudding, banana splits, banana rama CDs. You can even get a can of Hannah's Banana Santana Bandana Roseanne Rosanna Dana Vanna White Mana. Don't monkey around elsewhere. Hannah's Banana Cabana. Where the bananas have appeal. You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. What is that? It it looks like... Like roots sticking out of the earth, twisting to form a gate. Yes, but what is that? Those markings in the roots above it. Writing. Words. What does it say? It it seems to be some form of ancient elven. Difficult to read, but but wait. It says... Gate of... The world. And, And then there's a bit of... Moss covering the text, but after that there are three lines with the word loose in them. Loose? Loose what? I don't like this, Newswick. Wait, I can read the top one. The wise will lose their destiny. And then? The carvings are fading a bit, but, but wait. That word means evil or, or evildoer will lose... Um, eternity? And then there's innocence, or the innocent. The innocent loose elf self himself. That's it. The innocent will lose themselves. And the evil ones lose eternity. Strange. So, the gate of the world, the wise will lose their destiny. The evil will lose eternity, and the innocent will lose themselves. Must be an old saying or something, although I wouldn't understand what it means. Well, obviously, if you step through the gate, you will lose something. Oh, come on, you can't be serious. I don't know. Uh, Come, we've seen this thing, let's go pick some flowers now. Yes, of course. Flowers. Look, Look there, beyond the gate. There are some flowers there. Eh? On this side, there are just as many Nuswigs, so stop it. And yet, there is something about this gate. I want to see what lies beyond it. You can see that, can't you? Trees, moss, flowers, nothing special. M- maybe we'll find something over there. Like what? Something no other elf has ever had. Something... Special. Come on, Nuswick. Just let me just put my hand through it, Marilia. No, come on. It won't hurt. Just my hand. J- just let me try. Nuswick. Look. I- I'm I'm moving my hand through the gate. And it's still attached. That's a good thing. But it, it feels so weird. It, it tingles. There must be magic involved. Stay away, Nuswick. 
I want to go through. No, Nuswig, stop it. Think. You're so curious. Come, let's go pick some flowers. I need to know what's beyond this gate, Marilia. No, Nuswig, you don't. Please don't do this. It's dangerous. Nuswig. Nuswig! Marilia, what's wrong? Nuswig's gone. He's gone. Gone? What do you mean? We were picking flowers in the woods and he saw a gate and you know what it's like and then he passed through and I tried to stop him but he's gone. Gone where? He can't just have vanished. He did vanish. He just stepped through the gate and he wasn't there anymore. That's not possible, is it? It was magic. I saw it. He just disappeared. He's gone. He's lost. There, there. Oh. Oh, no. Bomb. I think I know. What? That gate. You don't think it's... It could be. What are you talking about? We must speak to Saffredon. Come on, Marilia. Off to the roots of the tree. Marilia's parents hastily guided their daughter out of their home and sped down the many stairways within the tree, ignoring the concerned frowns of onlooking elves. Throughout the journey, Marilia could barely refrain from crying, despite many comforting words from Tenai and Vaughn. <laughs> At last, they reached the root of the tree, where they chose a long, winding tunnel, leading them down into the depths. The tunnel was brown and sandy, and would have been dark, were it not for the many little lanterns that spread a warm, yellowish light along the way. Here it was quiet, deserted even, compared to the busy village above. Finally, they reached the end of the tunnel and a round door with a large copper knob holding a ring in the middle of it. They anxiously knocked on the door. Feels weak. Now, it's us! Do you think he'll even let us in? What's going on here? Something's happened to Nuswick. Oh, I, I might have known. Come in. What happened? Nuswick, he passed through a gate and now he's... he's He's gone. She described it as... Well, it reminded us of... The gate, you say? By the will? No. What are you talking about? I want to know. Marilia, what did the gate look like? It was made out of branches and, and it had words carved into it. You never told the children. We assumed it was just a story. Just a story. Saffron's stories are never just stories, you foolish elf. Be gone now. But Saffredon... Leave us. I need to speak to Marilia. It's all right, Bomb. Let's just do what he says. I, I understand. We'll be right back then. No, you won't. I'll send Marilia after you. Poor, foolish girl. Do you have any idea what you've gotten yourself into? Oh dear. Sit down. Don't cry. I'll give you something to calm down. Just a moment. I don't need to calm down. I need to know what happened to Nuswick. All right, all right. 
Well, Newsweek has passed through the gate of the world. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. That's what your parents should have told you. I explained it to them when they were young. The gate of the world is a place you must avoid. It's the beginning and the end of the infinite woods. You see, even though our world has no end, there are still other realms beyond it. Beyond that gate? I fear so. And that's where Nuswick has gone? Nuswick, I fear, has gone to the larger world. The world where the will lives, where it originates. I don't understand. The true meaning of the gate remains a mystery, even to me, Marilia. It is beyond our understanding, created by a force older than the eldest trees and more powerful than the greatest sorcerer. I had hoped it would not appear here. But it looks so old, like it had always been there. How could you not have known it was here? The gate is mysterious. It can be found in the least expected places, and then suddenly vanish again the next day. But... but how can Nuswick ever return, then? Marilia, you said there were words carved into the gate. Do you know what they said? Yes. Nuswick translated them for me. It said, uh, the gate of the world, the wise will lose their destiny. And the, um, the evil will lose eternity. And the, the innocent will lose themselves. But I don't understand any of that. I fear the meaning of those words is not always the same. But one thing is clear to me. Nuswick was an innocent. You mean he... he's lost himself? What does that even mean? I dare not say, Marilia. To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he can come back. I don't know if this is somehow part of his purpose in the will of the woods, or if he's just gone. Do you mean he may be dead? He's not dead, Marilia. He's somewhere else, and the will is looking out for him. That sounds like he's dead. I don't know, Marilia. It's hard to say. Hard to realize. He may not return. I'm sorry. I don't have the power to help you. Mirilia and Saffredon shed silent tears together, until Saffredon summoned Balm and Tanner and told them of Nuswick's disappearance. They were deeply saddened by the news. A week later, a ceremony was held in the tree in remembrance of Nuswick. All elves present were deeply saddened, and some wept openly. But no one felt the hurt that had struck Mirilia. She felt broken inside, as if a great part of her heart had suddenly been stripped away and the world itself was lost. 
as Saffredon tenderly described the bright pupil and the happy boy that he had known, Merilia quietly sunk into despair. In the days that followed, life in the tree slowly regained its normal pace, and over the months the horrid memory of Nuswick's disappearance faded. For Merilia, however, a deep, terrible emptiness remained, and she knew that a gaping hole could not be filled by anything less than Nuswick's return. She turned inwards, becoming lonesome and quiet. She spoke only to her parents and to Saffredon, who had come to enjoy the girl's presence more and more over time. She took to visiting the old wizard more frequently, and learning ever more about the woods from him. She couldn't quite say why, but in conversing with this old elf, she somehow felt closer to Nuswick, as if there was still a part of him left in her life. Autumn turned to winter, and as the elves prepared for the encroaching months of darkness and started to make ready for the annual winter festivities, Merilia still often wandered alone in the woods. One dark, snowy night, as Merilia's parents were having a drink in the tavern mushroom, a patron entered the room with most unexpected news. Just look outside, Tanner. The woods are dark and the snow's deepening. It's getting dangerous for us, elves. I know. And still, Marilia keeps going out there, on her own, no less. I'm worried, Bomb. The woods are looking grim and lonesome. Grim and lonesome. Sounds like Marilia herself. It's like the only one she still really talks to is Saffredon. I think she's still upset with us. For not telling her about the gate. We should have told her, but... I'll admit, I, I never really believed the stories myself. Did you? No, but I certainly do now. There's more in the woods that can be dreamt of by us, and we often forget how small we really are. Who knows what dark beings roam out there, looking for defenseless prey like Marilia. I don't want her to go too far out there, or too late in the night. I'd want her to stay here and enjoy the winter festivities. It's Boar the Lumberjack. Landlord, the strongest drink you have. I got a strange tale to tell. What's wrong, Boar? You look like you've seen a ghost. Ha, ha, ha. That's hitting the nail on the head, friend. Come, fill my acorn cup. Watch out, this is a stiff drink. There's no drink on earth that'll settle my nerves. Enough mystery, old friend. Tell me what happened. Well, it's a tale that will raise the airs on your back, freeze the blood in your veins, and have your teeth clacking in sheer terror. A tale of supernatural horror and gruesomeness. A tale... Why don't you just tell me the tale and I'll find out how scary it is then. All right, all right. Well, this morning I got up to chop some wood for the fire, but what with all the snow, I couldn't find anything dry enough. So I went a bit deeper in the woods, you know. Beyond that fallen tree. Now, as I went, I thought it'd be a good time to hunt some snowmouse. So I took my bow and a shaft of arrows. 
I found some dry branches and was blithely chopping along when suddenly I saw footprints. Not a doubt in my mind, snowmouse. So I went on and on in the woods, all the while thinking of a nice hot meal that was awaiting me so hard that I lost track. I didn't find no snowmouse, and on top of that, I was lost. Hey, don't give me that look. You know how easy it is to get lost out there, especially with all the snow and everything looks the same. I'm not saying anything, Bor. Go on. Well, as I said, I didn't catch anything. And it, it was getting late, so I was in a pretty foul mood as I was trying to remember the way back. And, and on top of that, it was getting dark and I was sick of the cold. Now, as I was trying to find my way, I suddenly came by some part of the woods I, I couldn't remember seeing before. The trees were a little closer together there, forcing me to climb their big roots all sticking out. So I, I crawled and I climbed, and all the while losing my temper as I went on. And then it was that I heard the sound. A sound? ghastliest sound that I have ever heard. At first it was like a... like hissing of sorts. But then I realised it were breathing. Like like someone having trouble breathing. I was so startled I just... I just stood there listening. Looking around I didn't see anything. So I, I crawled on and landed in a dark place between the roots of Four gnarly old trees, and and then I saw it. What? What did you see? A, a kind of a kind of shadow. At first, I I thought it were nothing, but then it it started moving quietly. It sort of glided rather than walked. I thought it was someone wearing a dark hooded cloak, but then I saw the hands. No, not hands. Claws. These were claws with fingers like long, pale spider legs. It glided past me, just just breathing like that. And then it, it disappeared into the woods. I just stood there, holding my breath for, for at least an hour. Holding your breath for an hour? Oh, it's a figure of speech, but the rest is all real. No exaggeration. <laughs> I've never been so scared in all my life. And I can tell you one thing, friend. You won't see me going into the deeper woods this winter. There's some evil there. I think I need a drink myself. Did you hear that, Tanner? The woods aren't safe anymore. We really need to tell Marilia. Come, let's go home. 